Hey everybody, if you are receiving this, watching this video, then you've probably already seen on Facebook and on our website the news that last night uh, your pastors and lay ministers came together and made the difficult decision that we are suspending all church activities, including worship services, until the end of the month, March 30th, two weeks. Now, that wasn't an easy decision. In fact, it's not really a decision that I could say I'm happy with. But under the circumstances, with everything changing so quickly, by listening to what the CDC is saying, what the federal and state governments are saying, what those in our community are all doing, we felt it was the best decision. Not the easiest decision, but the best decision under the circumstances. What it means for you, uh, it means there's no Lenten services this evening, uh, not this evening, Wednesday evening. It means there are no services this upcoming weekend, nor next Wednesday, nor the weekend after that. It means there are no Bible classes, no Sunday school, no confirmation. Uh, those things are all up in the air right now. That is, we have them suspended for the next two weeks, but after that, we don't know yet. As the time gets closer, as we come to the end of that two weeks, we'll be meeting again, uh, and we'll reassess the situation to make the best possible decision for everybody. But until then, uh, this is what we know. This is what we can do. I know that hearing that you're church is suspending services is a little bit alarming, a little bit disruptive. I know for a lot of people that this was the calm and peace that they needed in their lives. And trust me, your pastors know this. That's why it was not an easy decision. But the basic reason that we made that decision is out of love and concern. Now, for most of us, if we were to contract the coronavirus, COVID-19, it probably isn't going to be a big deal. You might feel a little sick, and with the cold and flu season that we've just been through, you might say, I can handle that. It doesn't scare me. But for a large number of our population, especially the older among us, those that have underlying conditions, this is a matter of life and death. They could become very ill very quickly, and this could quickly overwhelm our hospitals doctors and nurses, it's not just a panic. We've seen it. We've seen it in other countries before. And so that's why people here are making such extreme precautions. We don't want it to get to that point. If you could have this sickness and not know about it, you could spread it. And right now, because tests are not widely available, we don't know how prevalent it is. Currently, there's nobody that's tested positive for this in Kankakee County. That makes us feel comfortable. But the reality is the tests aren't out there widely. And the governments and the, the guidelines that we're hearing says because of that, we just all need to take a step back. It's an inconvenience. It's a pain. For some people, it's hurting them deeply. Businesses that are closing, they're not going to get those sales back. And so you need to realize that this is a big deal. 
Um, I don't remember a time when Disneyland and Disney World closed, when March Madness was just put aside, when Major League Baseball decided to delay their season, the NBA decided to cancel theirs. The world is reacting. And we in the church felt that we needed to act with and not against our community. Other churches in our community have made the decisions to suspend services. Some, I think, are still continuing. We bear no judgment on either side of this issue because we ourselves have now realized what a difficult decision it is. And we ask for your patience and your grace in how we made this decision as well. There's some people who might say, we didn't go fast enough. We didn't go far enough. And I know there are probably others of you who are saying, why? You just keep having the services and people can come if they want to. And trust us, we had those conversations. We had those debates among us. What I want you to know is that even though we might not be having services, we still need now more than ever to be a people who are people of God's word, who spend time in God's word, who spend time in prayer now more than ever. And this is something that we tried to model. Last night, we made this decision known to our church council as we had a council meeting. And I can tell you that there were people that had opinions all over the map. This is not a decision that everybody agrees on. Again, people are on both sides of it. But what I want to do, what Pastor Copen wants to do, is in this time of chaos and confusion and uncertainty, we want to bring God's Word to you. We want you to go into God's Word. And so, uh, if you have a Bible around, I know you probably have one on your phone, but if you're watching this message, you probably can't watch this message and go to your Bible app. So, uh, go find a Bible. If you can, uh, grab it. I'll give you a little bit of time. Go find it. Uh, it'd be nice if you had it right next to you, if you leave it open, if it is someplace prominent in your house. But if it's not, it's okay. But grab a Bible and open to Psalm 46. Psalm 46. This is a word of God that I think we need to hear, especially in these circumstances. This was a word of God that we shared at our church council meeting last night, but I want to bring it to you as well. Psalm 46. If you have it, I'm reading from the ESV translation. If you don't have that translation, that's okay. It might be a little different, but you're going to get the point, I think. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come behold the works of the Lord. 
how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Be still. I wonder how you hear those words today. I think it's hard to be still. It's hard to think about being quarantined, about excluding yourself from your normal daily lives, whether that's from the, the business world or the school world, education, even the world of the church, the community of faith. To know that you're not getting those things, man, that's hard. It, it makes your mind go crazy. You, those things you rely on, they're taken away from you. And you may be at home, uh, maybe you have the kids there, and there's a lot of chaos, a lot of uncertainty. Be still. Boy, our minds get going on things. You, you start worrying about one thing and it leads to the next and the next and pretty soon it gets out of control. Be still. God is, is calling to us, to us as a people who knows that we're not still, who knows that there's a lot going on in our minds and in our hearts and he gives us that word because he wants us to know he's there. Be still and know that he is God. To know that he is God. To know that he is in control. See, right now we're a little bit worried because we're not in control. We have realized that. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what next week is going to bring. There's social uncertainty. There's economic uncertainty. There's emotional uncertainty. Boy, that is really there, isn't it? But there should never be spiritual uncertainty. Our God, He's above all of this. Our God created the world. Our God created us. Our God knows us. He is with us. Our God knows the very hairs on our head. He has them numbered. Now, for some of you, that may not be a very big number, but He knows it. He knows you. He knows you by name. By name, He called you His child in the waters of baptism. He doesn't forget you. He does not forsake you. He does not abandon you. He's here. He's with you. And he gives you his gifts. I wonder what gift you need today. Is it that gift of peace? Maybe it's the gift of compassion. Maybe it's the gift of patience. Maybe it's the gift of grace. Maybe you're just trying to get everything right and it's just not working. Maybe it's the gift of forgiveness. Maybe it's the gift of love. Maybe it's all of those gifts. I don't know. But God does. And He gives. He gives those gifts freely. He gives those gifts in abundance. And unlike toilet paper in stores, those gifts are never going to run out. There is an infinite supply 
They are yours. Our God is a God of compassion and grace. In times of uncertainty, there is no greater gift than to know God, to know who He is, to know what He has done, is doing, and will do for you. The things that we're afraid of, they're not bigger than God. God is above everything. Even if death would come, is that really something that we as Christians are afraid of? I don't think so. Because God has given us that gift and promise of everlasting life that even though we die, we shall never die. God sent His Son, Jesus, into this world. Into this world. This world of uncertainty, this world of chaos, this world of brokenness and sin and darkness. And Jesus is the light of the world. The light that darkness does not overcome. What a blessing it is to know that. And as your pastor, I want you to know that. Because you need that. You need that now more than ever. And Psalm 46 reminds us that God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Remember that. Remember our God. Remember His promises. Read them. Meditate on them. Pray about them. Because you need that. You need that today. You need that tomorrow. You always need that. Whether COVID-19 is in the news headlines, you need that. But especially, but especially in these circumstances, now more than ever. Hear that word and know that it is God's word for you. Will you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we are in uncertain times, and boy, is that hard. We as a people like to be in control. We like to know what's going on. We like to have a plan, a schedule, a routine. We like to know how we're going to pay for our bills. We like to know where the money is going to come from. And for a lot of people right now, boy, there are a lot of questions. There are a lot of questions where they usually have answers. There are a lot of questions where they want answers. And that's troubling. That's difficult. It causes fear. It causes anxiety. It causes worry. It causes doubt. And so, Lord, come. Come to us. Come to us and speak those words that we need. Give us words of encouragement, words of comfort. Bring those words of Scripture to life in us. Jesus is the light of the world, and may His light shine in the darkness of these uncomfortable and unsettled times. May He shine in our homes, in our communities. May You, Lord, equip us. Equip us to be creative in these times, to be creative in how we reach out to one another. Maybe it's going to be a letter, like a real letter, like pencil and paper. Maybe it's going to be a phone call. Maybe it will be FaceTime. But help us to reach out 
to reach out as the body of Christ to our brothers and sisters in faith. Help us not to forsake the lonely, the discouraged, those who are disconnected. Help us to reach out to them, to show them love and compassion, to give them these words of encouragement, and help us to reach out to to the world around us. We can be still and know that you are God, and we know the comfort that that provides us, but there are a lot of people that don't know that comfort. And so, Lord, help us. Help us to shine with the light of Christ. Help us to shine with the light of Christ to a world that might be in fear, in panic, in worry, in distress. Because now more than ever, we have an opportunity. An opportunity not to fear, but to be bold. To be bold in faith, in trust, in the confidence that we can have because we know that you are God. And Lord, may that faith and trust and confidence open our mouths, open our hands, and open our lives to the people around us. Lord, we pray in your name and as you have taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And may the love of God, may the peace of our Lord be with you now and always. Amen. As this continues, I'm going to try to reach out. I'm going to try to reach out in creative ways like this, like Facebook. Uh, I might even make some phone calls. But we also want you to know that if you have any need, if you need to talk, if you need somebody to pray with, we're still working. The worship services may not be happening as usual, but Pastor Copen and myself are still here as your shepherds. And we want to be here for you in whatever way we can. So let us know. You can call us in the office, uh, email, text, whatever, a Facebook message. Just let us know. And we want you to know that we love you. We love you with God's love. We love you with Christ's love. Your God loves you. He is with you. These are not easy times, but we will walk through them. We will walk through them together in faith, in confidence, and in love. Because we know our God. We know that He is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. God's blessings to you all. Adios.